The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out How many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the voice. Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of this podcast. And today, we've got a special technical SEO episode for you, which is going to be hosted by Jeff Atkinson, who's the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Huckabye is a technical SEO platform that automates the process of improving search results to drive more organic traffic and make your website faster. Jeff is a brilliant SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite him to take the mic and share his technical knowledge with you. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here is a technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jeff Atkinson, the CEO and founder of Huckabye. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jeff Atkinson, founder and CEO of Huckabye. I am guest hosting today for my friend Ben. And this week, we discuss a very hot topic, AI, chat GPT, and implications on enterprise SEO. Joining me today as my guest is Jason Lax, who is the technical SEO expert at SAP, which engineers solutions to fuel innovation, foster equality, and spread opportunity across borders and cultures. Yesterday, Jason and I talked about collaboration, and how to collaborate across a massive organization like SAP. And today we're discussing, continuing that conversation by discussing AI, ChatGPT, and implications on enterprise SEO. 
Okay, here's my conversation with Jason Lax, the technical SEO expert at SAP. Jason, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me back again. <laughs> Absolutely. This is a fun topic, a little bit more sexy and interesting than our last one. One I know that you're more of an expert on, it sounds like, than I am. So I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on it. But it's AI, ChatGPT, and what is this all going to do in terms of impact on SEO and specifically from your seat, enterprise SEO? Where do you begin, my man? Where's this heading? And maybe where is it now? And then where do you see it heading? It's already here. Google introduced AI to its algorithm and indexing what seven years ago with RankBrain. So in many ways, if you're an SEO, you're already dealing with AI. A lot of the conversation has been about using AI to, to create content, which actually isn't something, anything new. And that's also create content in terms of actually writing it, but also translating it. But yeah, so it's already here. But where the conversation was going and whether it's going to replace, let's say, search engines like Google, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's good at answering questions, but how good is it at... You know, the other intentions, doing stuff and going to places can, you know, chat GPT, help me get from my office back to home? Or that's what's really going to really determine if it's really a surefire replacement for search engines like Google. Yeah, I have a question for you because it's actually relevant to, to me and our product roadmap. Do you think that... So for our listeners out there, if you haven't tried ChatGPT, you should just try it. I mean, it's an easy login and you start asking questions or... I mean, it is insane what this thing can create. The content, like the idea that if I had this in college, it seems like I would never have to write a term paper. Like it just wouldn't have to. <laughs> but I'm sure there's ways that they're trying to stop that. And I don't know. But it's going to change a lot of stuff. Do you think that content created by AI, ChatGPT being the example, is going to be penalized in some way by Google? Do you think they're going to try to sniff it out? Or do you think they're going to accept it just as well as content that a human writes? I think it's, a, it's tough for Google because they're using AI on their side. So how could they tell others not to? There, as much as it's easy to use, it'll be easy to detect, and that's most likely going to be a factor in determining. So, it's, so I'll hold you to it. So you think if it, yeah. you had a page, a page that was written by a human, and a page that was written by ChatGPT, the one by the human will be recognized as being written by a human, and therefore get more a better search ranking than the one that was created by ChatGPT. It's hard. I wonder if it'll even be able to do that. I think it'll just maybe accelerate things. I mean, actually, some, some professors are actually encouraging their students to use it because it just, it's just like me using a calculator did make me bad at math. It just actually helped me do things a lot faster. So some professors are, are starting to embrace it. Like, hey, you're going to use this like people are using Grammarly today, right? So it, it might augment things. It actually might create more pressure to publish content more quickly and faster, in fact. So it might be something that we end up just embracing and it's just going to accelerate and augment what we're already doing. Whether or not people get penalized for it, we've been here before with spam, right? So it's going to be a challenge for Google not necessarily to penalize people, but to weed out the stuff that is just abusing things and ruining the experience. So I'm not kind of a roundabout answer there, but that's the way I look at it. 
we actually just started experimenting with, we wanted, we created two new pages around AI and SEO was the title of one and the other was ChatGPT and SEO. And we said at the top of the page that we're going to actually write all the content for these pages using AI. And we did. And now the pages are ranking. So <laughs> it's kind of incredible to see. But we gave it a go. We were like, hey, let's just put it in the, let's just be honest. Like, this is something huge. We're going to actually write these pages using the service. And they're, they're starting to rank. And I think one of them is ranking really well. Are you guys actively leveraging this for content yet? Or have you seen other competitors, anything like that? Are they actively using this technology to create content? Not that I know of. I'm sure it's out there, uh, along with a whole range of things that could be done. But no, it's just, it's still new. I'm just trying to... I see it from different angles in enterprise. I mean, some of the challenges I have, and I got all the history with this, is localization. I did live in China, and I got myself a side gig, if I believe it or not. There was a local newspaper that had was in Chinese and English. And English was horrible. I literally walked into the office and said, I'm going to work for you for free and um, just smooth out the English. And I said, we're going to pay you and you're going to do it. And I'm like, okay, so fine. That's great. And what's really fascinating is all that work I used to do, probably that opportunity wouldn't have existed today because the translation capabilities with machine learning and AI is augmented. So in enterprise or any business, you can easily expand your audience very quickly. If you're in a market even like Canada, just being able to have a bilingual website on the fly or in the United States to serve different markets who, who don't speak English as a first language, it's a huge opportunity. That's what I mean by like really turbocharging what you're doing and augmenting your reach. Uh, that's really important. People want to see stuff in their language. And I think that that's where the opportunity is not just to create content, but help you reach people in different languages. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, what formerly would be one piece of content to one audience speaking one language can now scale. And you guys are like the perfect example of this. You can now scale that across basically every language in the world and have it on either different domains or they can select from the site itself. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Let's get into some of, the, some of the fun stuff. I know that you think about this stuff a lot. Where do you think we're going? 
What excites you? What just, yeah, I know you're a very smart guy. What's getting your brain going when it comes to AI these days and SEO? There's a lot of smart people out there. A lot of them work for Google and other technology companies really focused on search. It's, you know, lately I've been going back to uh, Ray Kurzweil, who really predicted the future over 20 years ago. He last I checked, he worked for Google. He's kind of slowing down though, but he, He's so spot on. You listen to his stuff from uh, his TED Talks from 15 years ago, and it's like he's spot on. It's frightening. This whole idea about the singularity when humans and AI kind of converge. You know, technology. What's the book that you were? Can you say his name again? And we'll link to link to him or his. It's book. Uh, Ray Kurzweil, K-U-R-Z-W-E-I-L. The Age of Spiritual Machines is one of his books. Each chapter focuses on a different decade about where we'll be at in terms of you know, computing power versus human intelligence. The point is, is that the you know, technology is evolving at an ever faster pace, but so is our adoption of that technology. So we're actually getting very close to experiences we saw years ago on Star Trek of this ever omnipresent computer guiding us and being able to help us without the need of having a device around us or a screen and the keyboard, we're actually already there. If we have a smart speaker in our home that's connected to our devices, we're just kind of afraid to use it. That's exactly it. It's, you know, how is AI going to help us accomplish these tasks and move us away from this traditional model of 10 blue links on a screen and typing in our queries and stuff. So, yeah. Are you, uh, a lot of people are saying that ChatGPT is the biggest threat to Google in that it can accomplish and replace a lot of the things that Google does. There's no doubt about it. It's definitely not... I think the adoption of it was... I mean, it was over a million users like almost instantly when they turned it on or made it available to the public. So the, the adoption is like record-breaking from what I've heard. Do you think that this is a major threat to Google? Do you think that people will five years use, be using this is a huge part of their life, or do you think that it's just for us tech nerds? It boils down to experience. If you know Microsoft made a big investment, in it, if it's integrated into their device, it's just kind of like the smartphones. You know, you're you start mm-hmm. to use whatever services are built into it without knowing it. I mean, search is not just on the web; it's also within your device, of course. It, it boils down to the experience and how these get integrated into the tools around us. And I won't say it's going to replace Google, but it's definitely going to make an impact. We're, we're going to be interacting with a lot more information in a lot of different ways, which is going to accelerate our work, but also help us connect to what we want to do in different ways that we may not even know what's possible. Of course, you know, it's, if you asked me 15 years ago if I'd we'd have these smartphones stuck to our <laughs> stuck to us all the time. I, I I wouldn't know. But then again, you know, Facebook did say at one point we we're gonna do a mobile first, you know, strategy. And everybody kind of said, what are you talking about? And yeah, they were spot on. So it's gonna change things. It's gonna shake things up. But it, it boils down to experience, it boils down to and also how well it performs at not only just getting us information, but accomplishing tasks and of course helping us navigate. It's a huge thing. Yeah. Nobody asks for directions anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Do you think ChatGPT currently or in the future leverages structured data? It would seem to make sense that they're sort of in real time pulling information in and answering these sort of questions or asks. And structured data lends itself in that it's all organized, it's authoritative, it's out there open on the internet. I wonder, like, I wonder if they're 
engine is using structured data at all today? What do you think? That's a good question. It would be smart if it did. Of course, not everybody is going to do that. We, you always see cases of really badly formatted and bad technical SEO sites performing really well because the content is good. But it's possible you will rank faster and better and, and more quickly if you make it easier for various services to consume your content. And I think that's happening today as it is. So it's, yeah. And, and again, this whole model of the, it's 25 years old already, this idea of crawling web pages and following links, it's, it's not a sustainable model. And of course, with AI technologies, we're going to be dealing with a lot more content and a lot more languages. Anything you could do to make it easier to consume that content, you're probably going to be rewarded with it. And it's not, I think of AI also, especially back in my context, again, when you're dealing with millions of pages and years and years of accumulated content, how do you shape all that up without having to hire a bunch of interns? <laughs> you know, what if AI could help us kind of, you know, help us organize things and reformat things the way they should be? So there's a lot of possibilities with this, you know, in managing our content as well. So I like that idea. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Before we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about on this topic? I would just say that no matter what, if you're involved in search, put your phone down, go away from the computer and, and try things with your smart speaker. Try to see if you can recreate that Star Trek experience within your home, within your devices and get familiar with it. And then realize that people are doing that. If you've got young kids, you probably already know that they speak their queries rather than type things out. Not because they're lazy, because they can do more, more quickly. So it's, it's quite fascinating. So try it out. I know you've done this, right? Yeah. You were telling me earlier, I think. Yeah. And you've done it for years. So I was looking at the demo I did a few years ago. Like I was thinking about it this week. I'm like, oh my God. It's like, yeah, it was like six years ago already. Just sit in my kitchen. Hey, Google, tell me about this. It sent something to my tablet. I said, okay, show me a video about it. And there it's playing on my TV already. I'm like, why? Well, I didn't type anything. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And it's, we're there. We're already there. And yeah, it's happening. That's awesome. Okay. Okay, that wraps up this episode of Voices of Search podcast. A special thanks to my friend, Jason Lax, technical SEO expert at SAP for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, thanks to Jeff Atkinson, our technical SEO guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is huckabuy.com. H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com awt. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. 
If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Music.